Canine Detection Collaborative, a detection dog training trio with Stacy Barnett. Hi. Robin Grubel. Hey there. And Crystal Wing. What's up? With humor and a big dose of theory, our trio talks practical training advice and features interviews with top trainers and scientists. It's Canine Detection Collaborative! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Canine Detection Collaborative. I'm Robin Grubel, and I'm here with my super fabulous co-hosts, Stacey Barnett. Hello. And Crystal Wing. Hello, friend. I'm uh, hiding in your laundry room currently. So <laughs> yes, we, we are back <laughs> back to in the, Iowa. <laughs> back in Iowa, the home of Wayward Dog Trainers. And Stacy stopped by earlier this month, being this month, the month of June. And this particular episode has kind of going to be a wrap up of the things that we have learned over the last couple of months, because we've had all sorts of busy things going on. With um, we had Miscatatuck, there was Canine Psycon that I ended up going to. Crystal made a trip to California. Stacy went to Colorado and did a summit. Um, we've had a seminar. We've done all sorts of things in between, over and around and through the woods. So uh, we were just going to talk about some of the um, kind of aha things that have been going on for us as trainers in, in our little worlds. And I, you know, the, the fun thing for me, I'll start with, because there's been lots of aha moments was um, actually Muscatatuck where we had the nose work handlers and the cadaver dog handlers working in the same groups doing stuff. That was so cool. It would, it was amazing. It really was. It was fun. Yeah, it was amazing to watch the one, what nose work odors do, um, because you don't think about it. And plus we had the ability to leave the odor sit out for three days and then watch the dogs and have here in the background, the comments about how the cadaver dog handlers were so appreciative of the fact that they were getting to watch the nose work handlers because the nose work handlers were really, really good at calling things on change of behavior. And so, um, plus you guys got to search in a prison. So a haunted prison. So, you know, there is that <laughs> haunted, you say the, yeah, the, the prison was pretty cool. I, I think that down, honestly, though, the Shanty village, that was, that was like my favorite location. Well, of course, like, that's where I was. <laughs> wow, well, well, yeah, we have these amazing photos and everything. And because um, that, that's got like this shanty village, we're able to work like off leash outdoors. You know, there's a downed sea stallion helicopter, you know, yeah, um, in the middle of it. And uh, yeah, the, the, and the odor, because of the, the size of the search area, you know, the, the odor had a chance to really kind of travel. And we were able to really see when the dogs really got into odor and those hides have been sitting for a while. So, and then talking to a couple of the other nose work handlers uh, who ran the, the hides on different days, how the wind was coming from different directions and how it presented differently in the shanty village was, was really, um, really kind of interesting. I love the fact that I've got two of my dogs on video doing that. And of course, these really amazing photos. Because Crystal was taking photos and she's really good at it. <laughs> exactly. You guys are exactly. so kind. Exactly. Yeah. You're so, so kind. Really good, but. Yeah. So Crystal got a picture of Prize catching a ball and the foam in the back of Prize's mouth is in focus. I, I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. I like the one of Nico in the, um, in the school where he was peeking his head out from way down the hall and all you see is like his ears. In the shadows, and he's like, "Mom, where are you? I've been working at the thing forever." So, yeah, right, right. it was such an adorable moment because he did. He was like, "Come on, idiot, hurry up, hurry up!" And then he just pokes his head out, like, "Are you coming?" And and it was so fun for for people the the play practice or play training that you, Crystal, you were doing at night um, for people and seeing. I only got to go to one because I was like dealing with all of the other stuff that goes along with organizing a seminar. 
and the aha moments for people that they had while watching somebody else play with their dog so that they could see how it changed, how the dog reacted to them. That was fantastic. I love doing that. It's so much fun for each person to kind of bring out whatever they want to work on. And just, we just riff on it right there in front of everybody. And so you never know what's going to come up or what dog or, you know, what arousal, what drives. And it's just, I love that so much. If that could be like life every day, whoo, it was so fun. And I appreciated you giving me the opportunity to do the little play talk too. It uh, definitely wasn't what I expected because dinner was late that day. And so we were going to do like an outside thing and it was going to be Radish doing her thing. And so I really had to like wing it as I went. And I was like, ah, whatever. (laughs) It seemed like people were good at winging it. Yeah. I mean, I I was born into that name. So, (laughs) oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I I got it. (laughs) Old joke. Old joke. joke. It's okay. It was um, interesting for me. I mean, Crystal, you just got back from basically a play fest. Oh man. I'm telling you. California. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty wild. I know Stacy, you're traveling now and we were kind of chatting on the way, Um, but I just got back early this morning. So I'm a little on the uh, low ebb side <laughs> of, you know, I was talking to Robin. It's like, even though this isn't my house, it's my wayward house. And so it almost right, felt like right. as soon as I got here, my whole body and my yeah. being just said, Oh, it's time to relax. <laughs> yeah. Did you, do you want to share where you were? Yeah. So, um, I had an excellent opportunity to work with, uh, Denise Finzi out at her ranch, the FDSA ranch. And, um, it just so happened that we had a weekend off here at the Iowa farm. And so I talked to Robin and I'm like, okay, I got 10 days. That's enough time to go play <laughs> and go play. We did. Uh, so I originally was kind of thinking I was going to go to Washington and go play with Emily Lawrence, uh, who we had um, interviewed earlier uh, last year, I guess. And Joe Huxel, who was one of the instructors and Dina as well. Um, and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to go you know, train with them in Washington. I, I could go do that because they invited me up. So let's do it. And I was chatting with Denise at the same time. And then it just happened that during this conversation, this texting conversation, I was like, my geography is not the best. Okay. So I was like, maybe I could go to Washington and then I could go down and train with Denise for a little bit and then come on back. Well, it's 27 hours directly to Washington. And it was also 27 hours directly to California. And it was like 14 hours between the two. So I'm like, oh boy, that'd be like two days in Washington, a day of driving, and then two days in California, and then three days driving home. And I was just too much. So it just, it was weird timing. But uh, my friend Natalie in Minnesota said, hey, um, I want to go up and train in Washington next summer. This is as I'm having the conversation with Denise about maybe coming in and training with her. And I'm like, okay, done. So long story short, next morning, Denise had everything worked out. She had a seminar plan. She had, you know, a couple of days of private lessons plan going to fly ball. I'm like, you are a force. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I think I inadvertently challenged her because I said, I don't think we could get it together that fast. And I think I, I, I was like three hours later, she had everything figured out, all the spots filled and it was happening. And I was going to California <laughs> oh, and I was like with less than two weeks. So yeah, that was, that was a really um, amazing experience to get to be the, her first instructor out at the ranch. And it was all about play and just having such a great time. I was so lucky that my good friend, Susan Cleveland went with me and we were just 27 hours of dog geeking there and the same thing back. And so just those conversations was enough to just be amazing. And I have to do a total timeout plug for Susan Cleveland because she is amazing. She is the one who has the fluffy badger. Yes. With all of her, I believe. Oh, she's the fluffy badger. Yes. 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 I know. So, so now, oh. now it's like she has fangirls, right? Because we're like, oh my gosh. Oh my shivers, gosh. I have no idea. All <laughs> of that sort of stuff. So we'll include a link to um, the Fluffy oh, Badger Etsy wow. shop in the show notes. She makes these fantastic sweatshirts that have yeah. pockets in the back on them. So you can store your toys. Um, they're lovely. And, she and they're so soft. And the, they're and very the soft. The covers, the climb covers are yeah. amazing. Her leashes, leashes are, are fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. And she's also doing um, variations of the leash that I had uh, designed for Quinn. Cause when he was blind, oh, okay. it was like the leash would be, it was also part of a, it was a ball attached to it. 
So then um, he, instead of pulling on the leash, because loose leash walking isn't the easiest thing to be consistent about. So he would pull on the ball and I could guide his face. And so now she makes variations of those with different toys and different lengths and different sizes. So, and then she's also got the slip lead thing that goes over the nose. It's so nice. Um, So anyway, yeah. Love Susan. I I totally didn't put two and two together. All I know is that you're, you know, oh, you know, Susan's coming down and going to drive with Crystal. And of course, I'm all like, who's Susan? Who is she? Is she <laughs> who her? And I got, I got like all protective. And she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, you know, and then like, it was cleared. It was cleared. And, and then I was good with it. And because I'm like, okay, okay. I just want to make sure you're okay. And and then I'm like, oh, I, I sounds like I really, really like her. And then, yeah. But now I know, now I like doubly like her. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you only get to see her in passing. Now so I got it. As you were pulling into the farm, we were leaving the farm. And so it was just like yeah. a hi, goodbye. So you barely got to see her at all. Oh, I know. I saw you for like 30 yeah. seconds. At yeah. most. And, yeah. and it's really funny. I get this weird phone call from Stacy <laughs> who's like, I, I'm feeling really protective. Who is Susan? exactly exactly susan hit hit the okay button it's fine susan's good (laughs) so so it was really cool because she's like the flyball queen too and so um a lot of the people that had signed up for the play seminar and for the private um spots were flyball people um from denise's team and another one and so it was really cool to have the foundation that she was telling me about about the sport and then i got to go actually witness it um, I had seen nationals yeah. at Purina farm who it's intense, uh-huh. <laughs> but it was, again, oh. the thing that we really, um, hit on was the idea that fly ball and protection sports are so similar. There were so many similarities when it comes to the impulse control, um, and the dogs, you know, just being so driven for the thing and high arousal and high motivation. Right, uh, it right. was, it was really fascinating to watch how all the foundations are very similar in the, the play is what became so important for them, especially when it came to the targeting, um, because they come flying off the box and they have to want to come back and hit that. It's, it's like restrained recalls to the max, um, with dogs flying by and lots of chaos. And so it felt like Mondial ring. I was like, I feel like I'm at home (laughs) (laughs) minus multiple dogs flying back and forth with each other. That part, I don't have a Mondial, but otherwise so much of it's the same foundations. And so it was fascinating to see that. And it was also, um, really fascinating to uh, like the important, not just of targeting, but of just the play mechanics and of having those reinforcers for the dogs that want to come back so fast. And so I, I got to meet with a bunch of handlers from different sports like Mondial Ring, um, IGP, uh, some nose work people. And it was just so cool to get to be um, with a, a different group of people being out on the coast. And, you know, yeah. I always think the Midwesterners are so polite and so nice and holy cow, the community that Denise has already created at the ranch, everyone was just like potluck and helping each other. And I had random people I've never met come up and say, I'm so thankful to be here. Anything I can do, let me know. Oh. You know, I know you're busy. And I'm like, whoa, hi. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, everything about wow. it. Um, I just still, I'm kind of like uh, living in a dream at this moment. And you're tired. So <laughs> yeah. 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 But I I did see one thing that was so consistent, and this has been at the seminar here before I left, uh, and then at Muscatatuck, and then just consistency across the board. It's been give your dog a job. And I think that's been my biggest takeaway through all of these um, experiences is that we leave our dogs hanging so much. So we go and we talk to the person and the dog doesn't know what to do. And they're expending all this energy that they didn't need to expend. And then they're doing the thing, but they don't know when the thing is supposed to start and when it's supposed to stop. Like there's not clear communication for our dogs. Like you're on now, this is the time you're doing your job and now we're done. And now this is what you should be doing with your done time. And it's just, it would hit me in every single thing I saw from the search and rescue at Muscatatuck, the nose work, the play stuff, the fly ball. I just that's my biggest takeaway from the last couple of weeks is have a clear start, have a clear finish and have a clear um, expectation of what your dog is supposed to be doing. Like when your dog is out with you, have a job for them and let them know what they're supposed to do. Even if the job is to be a dog and go sniff, tell them that, let them off the hook. It was interesting. So Crystal, you said all of that and, and, and Stacy, 
I was busy on a deployment and you're, you're calling me because you didn't know I was on a deployment and, but talking about the summit and that you just did in Colorado and, um, the fact that you had powder doing downstays. Yep. In staging. In staging. And I was, I, I, I know you did really well at Summit, but you telling me that little piece, knowing powder, I was super excited <laughs> about that piece. The rest of it, I'm like, okay, it's powder. We expect her to be amazing. Oh, but I, I think that was actually the week before when she got her elite champion. That was before. Oh, the okay. Yeah. And I also, yeah, yeah, because she got her elite champion uh, on the weekend that you did the deployment. And then the, the next weekend we did the summit. Ah, okay. So she's, she's, had, she's had kind of this like really awesome run. But yeah, I put her because it was so hot. I'm like, Chicky, you're, you're, you can't expend all this energy and then go in, you know, it's 91 degrees out, you know. I want you to lay down on this, on this, you know, cool grass. And I had her do down phase before her searches. Um, and you know, Hey, she did find everything, you know, and she got high in trial and she was amazing. And, um, and I, then in the summit, I did the same thing. I found that she had a harder time sustaining that on the last staging area. Like when we got closer to searching, I don't know if she, maybe she got a little bit odor or not, but for most of it, I was able to get her into a down stay and I did a lot of like transport type of techniques, really trying to get her from staging area to staging area. Cause we had to go through a lot of, over a lot of slick floors and things like that. Um, but yeah, she did, she did a down stay. She did a down stay. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, proud, of, proud of that piece too, you know, proud of, yeah. So. So, and, and this is one of the things that I think we talked about this maybe in the talent episode is that often when people have dogs who do amazing things, the first question that always gets asked is where did you get the dog? And, and the actual first question should be, how do you do your training? See, nobody asked me yeah. that about Yukon. They never asked where I got him. I don't know. So I don't I don't know how that experience. I... <laughs> but but you have that from some of your other dogs. Where'd you get that dog? Okay. Um, and, and we all love Yukon. So Yukon's like our, our favorite little nephew. <laughs> oh, oh, can I share really fast a funny story about yes, him? Yes, yes. I get to California. Oh, We're having yes. all these amazing stops along the way. We found these beautiful places to hike. We even found one that had gold, like all along the little they call it a creek it's like this is a river but whatever yeah. but there's like little flecks of gold everywhere we're like yeah we should come back here like one of those pan things but anyway uh we get to petaluma california and denise is showing us around we haven't been there 20 minutes and i'm you know i have radish and yukon off leash for walking and i'm like this is so nice and to stretch your legs out thank you so much and she's just so kind and then uh um, she's like yeah you know the deer and such i'm like i'm not worried about deer i, I could call him off the deer I'm talking maybe three minutes later, we come down this hill and I'm like, is that a cat? It's like a black cat at the distance. And Yukon is nose to nose with this cat with this big, with this big fluffy tail. And I'm like, no, it's a skunk. So guess who has no recall off a skunk? That would be Yukon. So within the first 20 minutes of being at the ranch and it's dark, it's, you know, right at that time where like grocery stores are closing and, Oh, he gets skunked. And what does he do? He shakes his head and he's like, hey, friend. And he gets back in a play bow and he's totally trying to make friends with this skunk still. And the skunk is like, he is. he's like skunk off, you know, and you kind of still like, hi, buddy. I don't know why you did that. We're friends. Friends don't do that. And so the skunk turns around again and squirts him again. And I'm in the distance like, no. <laughs> and Susan immediately, if you get that dog wet, I am not riding home with you. I am renting a car or flying a plane, but I am not going to be in that van with you and that dog. <laughs> Good call, Susan. So Susan oh. and Denise are both uh, going to the store and they're trying to find anybody that has peroxide um, and baking. I forget which one, the one that put you put in the refrigerator. Baking the, soda. Uh, yeah, the baking soda. soda. Yeah. And the Dawn. Uh, and so they get to the first place and the baking soda is like so crusty and old. Like it sadly they go two places to get the three things. And they came back and I'm thinking, oh, is this really going to be that magical? 
You guys, that's yeah. how you get rid of it skunk does. sauce. It, it yeah. is actually, it is actually because the Dawn strips all the oils. Well, the peroxide, I put the whole thing of peroxide in the quarter cup of the baking soda. And then the Dawn just kind of, you know, splashed in there. And I put that mixture on and let it sit for, it was about 10 minutes. Right. And it did amazing miracles. And so then I washed them again with the Dawn soap. Now the, the collar, yeah, that was, <laughs> it, it'll need to go through the wash. <laughs> yeah, real time. Maybe sit out in the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to need some love. But, and I know not to get him wet still, because I know it can kind of reactivate some of it. Yeah. But, but holy cow. And I had, it was so nice people like reaching out saying, you know, hey, try this or that. And there's like, you know, skunk shampoos and things. So yeah, I learned a new skill of how to, how to de-skunk my dog. And he still wanted to go out and find a skunk friend again. I'm like, Yukon, he's not your friend. They're not, you're not friends. <laughs> you know, one, um, something else, um, we're doing this summer here is we're operating seminars more as a train the trainer seminar. And that has been, it is a different teaching challenge than setting out a bunch of hides and just critiquing people on running hides. I'm enjoying it a lot. I think the students that are coming, I've gotten some really, really good feedback from my students. And um, it was so fun, Crystal, to watch because, you know, I'm stuck in Iowa and you're out in California doing your whole California <laughs> thing. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what fun to be a student, to go out yeah. and everybody knows that I'm doing hunting dog stuff. So like every Tuesdays I go do, right, 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 I go yeah. work with somebody to yep. do hunting dog stuff and I am the student and it is lovely. Yep. I have to tell you though, yep. that's was something that I was just talking with. The next group of students have arrived here at the farm for the um, seminar tomorrow. And we all were kind of talking about how amazing it is to see instructors also as students and yes. so that's something I think that's been, and I, like, I was so impressed with how open Denise is to learning and being a student. And then we were able to collaborate and teach together in the second half of the, of the play thing with the big group. And it, it's that's so great. much fun collaborating together and then being open. And she taught me so much about how to clean up my healing. And honestly, she really motivated me to uh, think about checkmate now that he has his, um, his second hip replacement is done. Uh, to really think about, he wants to do stuff and, you know, yeah, competition isn't yeah. done for us. Like maybe, maybe this is the beginning no. of our competition. And I guess I just kind of marked that off as something that we couldn't do. And it was, it was really motivational having her there saying, yeah, you should do this. So it's I, something I really appreciate is how open I would say all three of us are yes. um, in learning new things, but also learning from each other and learning from others and not being like, I know all the things. And so it was refreshing yeah. too, to see Denise be in that same role and how much I appreciate that. And I think that's inspiring for our students too. And I think that last seminar, and I, we're kind of doing the same thing this time is we're working our dogs before the seminar starts. Yes. And that modeling of it's important to work our dogs. It's important to show how we handle mistakes and also what it looks like at different stages for the finished dog and then the working dogs. And then to be able to discuss that, and then the seminar starts at nine, and then they kind of get that straight away of uh, we're all open and learning, and it creates a nice environment. That sounds great. I wish I was there. Oh my gosh! And here I am on, on Interstate 90 right you now. Yeah, you should have stopped. I, I before we started recording, uh, I, was, I told Stacy she yeah. so, so totally should have tapped out and did the whole um, come to the home of wayward dog trainers and train dogs for a week and just like chillax. And it's tough though, to decide, yeah. is it, is it worth going to the trials or worth going to the training? I mean, you, it's that constant kind of, we all have to figure out what, you well, know, had, had I, had I thought about that, it might've made changes, you know, right. like the, the summit, the summit's non-negotiable. I mean, obviously that was going to happen, but um, on the way back. Yeah, it was, it's interesting. Yeah, because one of the people I, I train with yeah. quite a bit who does the hunt test stuff, they yeah. have one test that they're doing and they run quite a few dogs, um, personal dogs. And so they told me the last time they were training, they're like, as of this next weekend, they're like, we are taking several months 
and we're training because the dogs just need the time to train and not always worrying about trialing or going out and doing that next thing. And this has been almost like the first week since before Muscatatuck that I felt like I've been even remotely able to breathe. And, you know, your brain just gets exhausted. And, you know, when you trial, you test or you certify on a continual basis, you, you might create problems in your training that keep cropping up and you can't fix them because you're trialing. Right. I have to say, like, I mean, Summit is a two-day trial, right? Yeah, that's crazy and scary. I find, it, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of it's kind of a scary thing anyway, but I, um, I do a lot of reflection after the first day, and because we're able to video ourselves with, our, with a GoPro, mm-hmm. um, I was able to make adjustments after the first day, and I had really positive response to those adjustments on the second day which I thought was, um, that's awesome. I actually like that about the two days. Yeah. Because I mean, she's so, so a little bit of a spoiler alert. She was high in trial and she, she won her very first summit, um, and got her you know, first try at summit and got her, got her summit title high in trial. And, uh, that was a spoiler alert. I'm very, very proud of her. I was going to say, you can't just really glaze by that. That's kind of I, a big I deal. Say, I, uh, yeah, it is, it is actually a really big deal. Well, and how is that a spoiler alert? Because it already happened. That's not really a spoiler. I know. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really, um, I can't really glaze over it. Honestly, I'm, I'm still just kind of like walking on air. She's my my third summit title dog um, and my sixth title. So it's it's a big deal for me. It's a big mm. deal for her. And right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Actually, it's huge. So really excited. And, um, but I did like on the first day, we made, we made a couple of mistakes. Um, one of them was just like a, a random mistake. I think there was probably, you know, gum or something inside the teacher's desk. I heard other dogs also fall from the desk. I'm like, I feel like, okay with that. But I had one fall. That was completely me because I saw that she was working odor and there I was in a speed search where we only had, I think, like three minutes to search like this grouping of like four classrooms or whatever it was. And um, and she's searching and she's clearly working underneath this cabinet. I call alert and I get a no and I'm like, oh, no. Right. Because at Summit, every small mistake can cost you a title because. I literally, we were high in trial by a half a high's worth of points. Wow. That's the wow. value of one false alert. That's it. One false alert is what we won by. I got a no, and I'm like, oh, crap, right? So then she goes, but she, I did not let her dismiss the odor pool. I jumped the gun. She goes immediately from there, because at the summit level, you can continue after a halt. You know, you can't continue indefinitely. You can only garner a certain number of falses and then they, they uh, tell you to leave. But so she went from there, moved right over to the hinge of the door right next to it and alert. I call alert and I get a yes. And I realized that, I mean, this this all happened. I was toward the end of the run order. The, the door to the, the search area had been opening and closing for like a ton of dogs before me. And all that odor off of that hinge was being pulled under that cabinet. And I realized upon reflection after the the first day of trialing that my dog will dismiss an odor pool if I allow her, right? And this is where, you know, you really have to know your dog and you have to know um, what your dog's strengths are, what your dog's weaknesses are. This is a strength that Powder has. She will dismiss an odor pool. So fast forward to the next day, we're in our final search. Uh, we're in the music room. We know there are three highs in the music room. I think we had three and a half minutes. And she goes up. I think, she, I can't remember if she had already found the first high. Well, she she goes up and she's working this area. There's all this like crap just pulled into the center. And I let her just kind of settle a little bit before I call alert. I got a yes. 
And she ended up over on there was just like a bank of lockers, but it wasn't like school lockers where they're kind of solid looking. It was more like, it almost looked like a bank of like dog crates, right? Because it just had powder coated wire. Yeah, powder coated. Do you get it? Yeah, powder coated. So <laughs> I couldn't tell if she was in trapped odor over there because all that odor, it could have been a huge um, trapped area. Um, or if there was maybe, you know, in one of the padlocks or something, and I just let her work it, and she left it. I'm like, all right, it's an odor pool, right? I heard later on that dogs had falls from that. Then she goes and she picks up the other two eyes. They're called finish, and she won the search. Nice. And it was, yeah, we won her very last search. It was kind of cool. But the fact that, you know, being able to kind of learn and reflect is so important. And, and if you do that, even if it's, you do it the day, like in a summit, I can do it kind of in the middle of the trial. Or if, you know, you're trialing, that's that benefit of being able to, to step back and train, right? Where you really kind of reflect on things that maybe didn't go as well. Because a lot of times we're like, oh, I don't want to see that video or, or I don't know how to video or something like that. You know, I hear that a lot. I'm like, you, you got to have something, right? Because our memory yeah. is not going to be good enough. Right. Our memory no. is not good enough. Well, and it, you, you're talking yeah. about the things that you learned during that. And, you know, I was thinking of Flair's certification, which um, I, I can't remember if I told this. We struggled, like struggle bus. And, oh, yeah. Right. And it actually just kind of got to the point where I took her. I, I had a general idea um, based yeah. on body behavior and all sorts of things on where odor actually was, but I wasn't, she yeah. wasn't committing. And, uh, um, I had plenty of time because ours yeah. are timed, but it's not like yours. Yeah. And yeah. so I literally, we went and stood against the back wall. Yep. And it was literally, I tell people a lot of times in their training that sometimes mommy just needs a moment. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I needed yep. a moment to take a, and to take a deep breath. I let Flair take a deep breath and I took her off lead and I said, go find it. And she's like, yep. Okay. Got it. And I was like, why could we not have done yeah. that three minutes ago? <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, and you learn a lot. Um, you learn a lot from trials. You learn a lot from certifications, yeah. And you, because I know Stacy, we'd been talking. If you reflect, you only you learn have it if you to reflect, do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be, and you also learn a lot when, if you take the time to reflect, even when you pass or you have a yeah. really good run, you will still find yeah. a hole. And yeah. finding, and, and it's, they're not good, they're bad, they're just a thing. Yep. Yeah. That's what I have to think about. I was so focused yep. on with holes, I had to fix things. And as soon as I changed my mindset to now, cool, I found a new thing I get to teach. That was yeah. a big one for yep. me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at like powder, for instance. I think I messaged you guys. Like, I'm so excited. I know where our training holes are. And it's like, you know, yeah, she just won a summit and I have training holes. Like, that's exciting. It's yes. exciting because she's doing so well. And I have stuff that I know I can work on that's just going to make her better, right? It's just an opportunity, you know? Well, and you know what? You could say that you have the same holes or similar holes in different dogs. Yes. But yeah. because yeah. they're different dogs, you have to think of different ways to teach that particular concept. Right. 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 So it's it's right. always interesting and, you know, and I work with quite a few people who are outside of, you know, I'm, I'm doing coaching with some people and they're not necessarily detection dog handlers or trainers. And yeah. it comes down to, it's still the same concepts. Yeah. Just, we yeah. might need to think a little bit outside the box on how you want to put it all together. Yeah. Well, I know, kind of like when I was talking to you, like right before when I stopped off for that short 24 hours, right? Right. And we were talking about it. And I said, you know, I said, uh, prize is 
extremely dedicated to odor, but she's also very pressure sensitive. And she's, although like when she does something once, she's like, yes, I can do it. But sometimes she's a little like, can I, you know, physically, you know, meaning physically with her environment. And you, you had me teach her how to do a flat ladder. Right? Yes. yes. And, and it's not like she's going to need that for nose work, but you know what? She had a blast. And she got a chance to really gain some confidence using her body. And I think even though it's not something that she needs specifically for what she's, what, what I, what I do with her, it's going to be extremely valuable. And honestly, it was a whole lot of fun. And working with my interns this summer has been super fantastic. And I want to give a huge shout out to them because um, my world is incredibly chaotic and you know it's it's always fun when one of your interns shows up and the first thing she has to help you do is sort cows bless her little heart and so (laughs) (laughs) 85 cows later um oh wow yeah the the hunting dog skills yeah. That, you know, I was working on some stuff in the garage with, you know, spin to the left, spin to the right, you know, some of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Old. All of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, um, I want to teach my dog to do that because I see these five different applications. How do I teach a hold? Uh-huh. I'm like, well, Joe Lawrence has this fabulous book uh-huh. and these podcasts uh-huh. and, you know, and here's a couple of other, how do you teach a drop? Go out and do, you know. We have all these options for drops. We're more worried about in than out with these guys. But but it's seeing all of those cross-functional skills yeah. that is yeah. actually really important. And I know, Stacy, you and I talk about this because we don't have the joy, the wonderful jo- concept of joy that Crystal does sometimes. Um, (laughs) yeah we're trying crystal you do a really good job of teaching us how to be um grateful uh but no idea about that that's cool yeah it's so it's but the learning something new and back to being a student and you know that new skill that you get to teach your dog that your dog's like ah you meant this yeah i did mean that it's really not that hard and I need and like prize learning the ladder and then watching her like start going, oh, I just have to do this thing. And then she'd go faster and faster and faster. And I'm like, oh my God, she you're scared. so excited. Yeah. So I, and actually I want to, when we come back, when I come back out to Iowa, I want to first kind of do a refresher on that. And I want to try to see if we can take it kind of the next, you know, the next progression. Yeah. Me I, too. I, I think it's really good for her. I think it's really, really good for her. You know, I could yeah. And this is where I'm going to kind of butt in about play because what you were doing was playing on the ladder and Correct. it's tinkering. Anytime you're tinkering around and you're kind of playing, what that takes yeah. is the right amount of arousal. So when we think yep. about that, it can't be that the dog or the human is really amped up. Play in right. its best form is about learning and It's about understanding how your body works, about how uh, you can manipulate the environment and work within the environment. And that's such a beautiful example of both of you enjoying some tinkering and playing around with something. And it doesn't have the competitive edge. And I think sometimes people think about play, they think about sports and competition. And yes, you can be playful in that. Like I can go out and and play and and have fun. Um, But when you start getting into that uber competition mode, it's no longer in that same arousal state. And so there's that ultimate, like that perfect point where you can be thoughtful and you can focus and you can learn. And that is the best, in my opinion, and science, um, (laughs) the the best way to learn skills is to be in that, um, in that kind of Yerkes Dodson, you know, that whole curve thing, but to be right in that place that the, the arousal is right, that you can take in new information in a playful way. And so even if you're wanting to get into something competitive, the best way to do that is to still have that lower arousal, thoughtful, playful, tinkering attitude. And that's going to be the, the most, um, 
uh, impactful way to retain information and learn something new in that kind of tinkering mindset. So when you're talking about kind of the gratitude, joyful kind of thing, I think it's because everything is a game. And when everything can become games and playful, um, it helps you learn things a lot faster too. And it feels good. Like it just feels good to be playful. It does feel good. It does feel good. It does feel good. I mean, I, I just stopped off at, a, at the loves, right? With the, and I'm like, you know what? You guys need a little... <laughs> They've been cooped up in these in these crates, right? And I literally, they had a little fenced-in area, and I took each one out one at a time, and I literally just played with each one. Uh, although I have to revisit some of the targeting skills you were teaching me. I just got to But even there, you said, I just played with them. Yeah, we just played. Take the jest. No, oh, I play with them. I play with them. I play with them. Yeah, like we yes. can just like, commit yeah, to saying. It felt good. It yes, felt it feels good. so good. Yeah, yeah, it felt good for all of us. And Crystal, I love the word tinkering. I, I really appreciate because I, I think about, you know, some of the, the bird dog stuff that I'm doing. I'm tinkering with, um, I know the end behavior I need to get to. I know how everybody else does it. Um, and, and here's me. I'm like, but I don't want to train necessarily all that particular way. So I'm going yeah. to tinker with some of how I can get there a little bit to see how much I can do with what my dogs already know in their repertoire. And it puts us in that mindset of playfulness, which then puts the dog in the mindset of playfulness. And it seems like we just advance a lot faster that way because we don't have that. We have a goal in mind, but it's not this, this is step one. This is step two. Let's get there it's fun to just tinker around a little bit and kind of loosen up and, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That was yeah. cute. Oh, yeah. I like what you did there. How can I use that? So I was tinkering with walking fetch the other day with, I'm sure somebody <laughs> who's a dog hunting and hunt test trainers just had a cringe or an angel died or something. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> so, yeah. Or I played tug with one of my dogs um, that's doing bird dog work then a hunting <laughs> angel died. But um so but that tinkering and just seeing the the level of enjoyment and play that came out in the dogs. They're like, sure, I'm gonna drag you halfway across the floor because you said fetch. And I'm gonna yeah. grab the bumper or yeah. the flashlight that I laid on the floor. They were excited. It was fun. Yeah that, that's always like I always find like I make these big like Big breakthroughs actually in my training when I do, I love that word tinker. When it's just like, you know, like I know how every, everybody trains it, but that's, but I have an idea. And that's always kind of like what I start out with, right? I have an idea. Like, what if I did this? And it's always kind of like the what if, like, what if I tried this or what if I tried that? And when I, when I do that, a lot of times I get the biggest, I get, sometimes I get a big breakthrough in, and just kind of the results of all that, you know? Yeah. So, hmm, we might have to think about that for something. And they, uh, I think it was the Adam Hubner podcast. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it was called, um, but that's the one that I like to to point people to. Um, but it's, wow, my goodness. It's like play, rewire your brain, um, something along those lines. Uh, I'll tag it in the uh, show in the notes. show notes, but that's for sure. If you're interested in play at all, he put everything together all in one place. It is just an amazing episode. Oh, wow. um, and he talked about, I think at one point uh, that the NASA um, crew was hiring people that, um, that called themselves the tinkers, like the people that like to just kind of tinker around with things. And so that's where it kind of stuck in my head. And I'm like, yeah, that, and I, I've always been that way. And my dad's always been that way. Like we always find something and, yeah. you know, we're always just kind of tinkering around in the garage together. You know, uh, we get an idea on something and I was like, yeah, what's we could do with that? Like I was trying to figure out ways to communicate to my dog that I want them to push. Um, like when they're yeah. doing the bite and protection sports, but I wanted to take it away separate from actually pushing on the decoy and create it as a conditioning thing, but also take the emotion out of it. Because a lot of times when biting, yep. um, you know, on the leg, there's some emotion attached there. And I just want it to be a, just a factual thing of this is how you push. And so it's so much fun tinkering with that idea of how can we create that? And, and I had a lot of fun chatting with Susan about it. And, oh, and then even just with her, I was kind of chatting about some other stuff and she's drawing out all these designs and making all these leashes. And, you know, it's just, it's so fun having 
um, these little ideas or questions we get. And instead of going and finding the answer that someone else has already done, it is nice to kind of challenge your brain to go, okay, how would I do that? And that's been a big takeaway that I think people um, have taught me, especially the last few weeks of giving them the courage and the, just enough steps to get them to start it and then say, what would you do next? Yes. And I love seeing that little light bulb that goes, well, I would do this because you know what? I've learned so much from asking those questions because I know what I would do, but I genuinely want to know what would you do? How do you think about it? Because we're all coming at it from different angles and, and different, you know, and I'm talking like neurotypical dog versus, you know, the dog that's uh, struggling yeah, yeah. and trying to figure things out in a different way. And, yeah. and that's where I've learned a lot too. I mean, um, a good friend, Alyssa, we had a nice talk today about um, when you have the dog that doesn't learn things the same way as other dogs, you really do have to tinker with things. You can't just say, this is how you do it. Nope. Because <laughs> they're going to tell you, that's not how I do it. I need you to teach me in a different way. Show me a different way. So yeah, that's been Excellent. a big takeaway of mine. Yeah. Look at us. Oh my gosh. We're running all over the country for <laughs> the last two months. Um, yeah, for real. Yes. Yeah. We're for real. For real. Coming. I think I'm up to like over 5,000. What about Miami? Oh, Miami. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Miami yeah. was, so this is the um, canine Psycon. So it's the alpha, um, Alfaction and Detection Conference that Dr. Lauren DeGrief and um, Craig Schultz put on. Concept came about from their book. Um, canines, the original biosensors. And they had an amazing set of speakers. The amount of networking they sold out. It wow. was, yeah, it's fantastic. Wow. FIU did a fantastic job hosting. It was very hot in Miami. And I sat through, we learned about everything from um, how dogs, we're doing electronics detection in the UK to cadaver dog work to um, bomb dog odors to narcotic stuff, all sorts of things about conservation work and the different kinds of hemp that you can train dogs off of marijuana to only, you know, to train them off of hemp. So they only do marijuana and all sorts of things. And the very exciting part is you can now purchase it on demand. And so they recorded the sessions that they could record. They couldn't record all of them because some of it was unpublished work. And so you can purchase, I think it's $250. You get access on demand to all of the talks that were given. So we'll include that in the show notes. And they did a raffle. Um, at the end of the day, one day, and we raised enough money. So it helps um, pay for some graduate students to go to the next conference, which will be held in 2025. So it was amazing. Um, I can't recommend it high enough and people should go. And I still have to unpack my suitcase. I'm definitely going to be doing the uh, the on demand. Yes, it was was really good. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to, as, as an attendee, I get access because they ran two tracks. So now I can go watch all of the stuff that I missed. I had to sit in the other way. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's lovely. It's lovely. So, um, yeah. So I, I, uh, yeah, I still have to unpack my suitcase from that trip. So (laughs) don't get so busy. Just running around quite a bit. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I felt like. I felt like as soon as I got here, then I just yeah. didn't really unload much. And then I jumped right back in the van and then headed to California. And I'm kind of at the same thing. I'm going to be heading back home just in a few days. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're going to be here for what? A week? Two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think less than a week. And then I go back home. home and then I go to my parents and then I come back here. But then I stay here for, until distraction camp one and two are done and uh, and Sally Dickinson. Yeah. Is done. yeah. And I'm really hoping that um, Radish be ready for, uh, you know, certification. She was beautiful today. Oh, that was so wonderful this morning. She just Yay. knocked my socks off. 
Excellent. I need to go get Nico out and we need to go do a hide. So I would love that. I'm all about it. We should go okay. train dogs. We oh, should. I'm so jealous. <laughs> you know what, dude? You could have stopped by. You this is stopped. all on you. You're going to Massachusetts. I got to go to Massachusetts. You didn't give me the idea. You didn't give me the idea. So, okay. So um, we have um, July's coming up. And I know, yep. Stacy, you're slowing down a little bit in July, aren't you? I am. I am, but Good. I'm gonna. I know we're gonna get together before. Right. right. Well, we're gonna have distraction camp, and so we're gonna do that yeah. at the end. And there, there are still a few spots left in distraction camp two, which is that first oh. full week of August. If you are think you are interested, let any one of the three of us know because that that one's going to be a little bit harder than um, just it's not harder it's just different than distraction camp one but we have different challenges and yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's different yes it's yeah different. but it does build off of distraction camp one so we often recommend people do one and then Stacy has a bunch of uh, webinars coming up yeah Stacy what you have I do. like I've, yeah I've got a um, I'm going to be doing a back to back on for Benzie Dogs for, for Thursday the 29th and it's going to be on uh, different aspects of clearing uh, search area. So I'm really kind of, you know, looking forward to that. Um, got some other stuff coming up and um, yeah, busy, busy. And then I have the high drive um, dogs through Finzi. That's a one day conference. I and can't, wait to, can't wait to listen to that one. Yeah. So anyone out there with high drive dogs, then that's the place for you to be. And then we're going to have a panel discussion too. And it was kind of cool because when I saw how they kind of grouped it, they have all of us bitey, uh, bitey gals together for the second panel. I'm like, oh yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and I have a webinar coming up in August, but we have plenty of time to, to wait for that one to come out. So stay tuned. And um, so I think we're going to go train dogs and Stacy's going to drive safely. Yeah. I got to go edit so many photos too. Oh my gosh. Right. So <laughs> we're, we're going to go do that. So thanks everybody for listening. Check out the show notes for the like plethora of stuff that we talk about. And um, we are so happy that you joined us. We will talk to you soon. Canine Detection Collaborative. We appreciate the time you spend with us. If you liked this episode, not only should you follow us so you don't miss the next one, but please also rate and review us in your favorite podcast app. For info on collaborating with us, go to K9DetectionCollaborative.com. That's K9DetectionCollaborative.com, where you can find our socials and pick up our latest monthly freebie. Join us again to talk training in the next episode.